and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. I grew up as one of those, uh, well, let's call them the church brats. That meant that I was in the church every time the doors were open. And they were open every Sunday morning, every Sunday evening. They were open for prayer meeting and Bible study throughout the week. And every time those doors were open, mom and dad would haul my brother and I into church and we would be there for every service. I can still remember curling up in the seats that we had. They were not pews as you would know them. They were seats that had been purchased from a theater. And so they folded up and folded down, but they were soft and cushy. And as kids, we were known to fall asleep in them on occasion. And I remember being in those and listening to the gospel stories from as far back as my brain can recall. And as I grew up, I began to realize that these were not just stories. They were about real people. And I began to see things in their character and understand more about them individually. And I began to appreciate who they were all that much more. And one of the things that has really impressed me about what God has done when he gave us his word is that he let us see the characters of biblical history with all their flaws. We saw them as imperfect people living lives and struggling through situations, through their doubts, through their challenges, through their mistakes, through their sin, through their rebellion. We see it all happening in their lives in different ways at different times. And I really like that. There's a portion of scripture back in Genesis 18 that talks about Abraham and Sarah and the promise of Sarah to become a mother. Now, in this particular portion of the story, it tells about Abraham and Sarah being visited by three guests. When the guests arrived, Abraham went all out. He got a feast ready for them and treated them just like they were royalty, which they actually were, although he didn't know it. In one part of the story, beginning in Genesis 18 and verse 9, it tells us this part. Where is Sarah, your wife? The visitors asked. She's inside the tent, and Abraham replied. Then one of them said, I will return to you about this time next year, and your wife Sarah will have a son. Sarah was listening to the conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were both very old by this time, and Sarah was long past the age of having children. She laughed silently to herself and said, How could a worn-out woman like me enjoy such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is also so old? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, Can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return about this time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she denied it, saying, I didn't laugh. But the Lord said, No, you did laugh. Sarah was looking at the weaknesses of her own body, the failings of her own body, and that of her husband, saying, This is impossible. God can't do this. This word being spoken to me is just meant to break my heart, because I know it can't come true. And that is why the visitor said to her, Is anything too hard for the Lord? I think all of us have had times where we've heard promises that are in God's Word. We've read some things that God has done, and we know about His power and His work that can be done in people's lives. We hear missionary stories and the stories of our friends and other family members that God has done something wonderful for them in. And yet when we are in a situation where we are struggling, where we are in a tough spot, sometimes it's at those times that we find ourselves saying, I don't think God will answer my prayer. I'm not a good enough Christian. I'm not a good enough person. I've messed up too bad. I certainly don't deserve to have God do anything for me. 
Can God do that for me who's not worth anything? Can God do that for me who's just too old or too tired or too rebellious or too broken down or too tired or too worried? Can God do that for me? And the answer is exactly the same. Is anything too hard for the Lord? We know that in the next year, Sarah gave birth to Isaac, and the promise of these visitors was fulfilled. And Sarah saw the truth of there being nothing too hard for the Lord. So let me ask you this morning, what are you up against that you think that God won't or can't provide an answer to? What is happening in your life right now that you are struggling with, that you need to overcome? You need to see something powerful and miraculous in. There is nothing too hard for God. And so here's my encouragement this week. Take those things that you're struggling with, those things that you don't see an answer for, where you're losing hope and you don't see how God can work out an answer or believe that he is able to, and take them to God and believe once again. Don't give up hope. Remember that there is nothing too difficult for God, and our God is greater than anything that we face. He is here to give us strength when we need it, and there are times in our lives where he will do the miraculous because he's a God of power and life and wonderful surprises because there is nothing too difficult for God. Have a great week, my friends. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.